How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. We are doing a live one today. Yeah, I figured I'd give you guys a treat. And, well, to be honest, I just didn't get the video for this morning done. So, you know, I was out there riding last night. And boy, oh boy, I was uh, enjoying that one. It's finally a good one here in Northern Illinois. Welcome to the chat room, everybody. We're going to be talking about not guilty. What are you talking about, not guilty? Well, we're going to be talking about the chances of a motorcycle club beating federal charges. Not state charges, but federal charges. If you watched yesterday's video, we were talking about RICO. And RICO is an animal, man. There's a lot of interpretations of uh, RICO, uh, but a lot of bad stuff come out of it. And one of the bad things that come out of RICO is your chances of getting a not guilty verdict. The government has a 98% conviction rate. That's incredible. So basically you have more of a chance of landing on the damn moon than you would to get a not guilty verdict. And this is something that really plagues those MCs that have been caught in the web of deception of the federal government. Everybody knows the federal government's go-to weapon is RICO. Now, that 98% conviction rate is kind of deceiving. When you're facing federal charges, you're talking about a different system than the state. You're talking about a lot more money that's involved in your defense. Sad state of affairs that it's like that in this country, but that is the way it works. There's different processes within the federal government that an ordinary lawyer wouldn't know. You basically have to get an attorney that has fought in the federal system. Now, those that don't know, there are different, how can we say it, traditions or better yet, there's court rules of how things are supposed to go. And a state attorney won't know this type of stuff. Now, the federal deal, as we learned in a video or segment, whatever you want to call it, with Clarence Smitty Smith, is a different jurisdiction. Everybody knows that. And, you know, dual sovereignty really comes into play when, say, the state... You're proven innocent, like what happened to Smitty. And then the federal government wants to get a hold of you. They didn't retry you on anything they feel like they can. There is no double jeopardy that comes into this. And it's very important for bikers, MC members, to know what's involved when they get in this situation. For one, you don't want a public pretender when it comes to federal charges. Because usually what you're doing is facing 
a lot more time. They're snakes, these feds. So, remember that. Now, I do want to take you to a little video that explains what federal charges are really about. And I think this one right here uh, really does explain in good detail what it is. Uh, so, let's take a listen. There are three things you need to know if you're facing federal charges. Got to back up. My bad, man. It's uh, early this morning. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, refresh your streams and stuff, and you should uh, get it back up. How embarrassing, man. I guess it's one of them days uh, that uh, the gremlins are out there. Uh, but first, let me uh, go ahead and cover some of the stuff that uh, he was covering. And one of the important things is what to do first when faced with a federal criminal charge. Now, in the United States, a federal charge is actually brought by the U.S. government, not on the state level. And they're known as, it goes here, federal crime or federal offenses. While the majority of crimes committed in the United States are handled by local authorities and charged at the state level, any violation of federal law is investigated and prosecuted by the federal government. That is what you see when, say, the federal government are targeting the MCs. They are working with local and state officials in that case. One thing that the feds do good is their background work. Now, background work is where the high conviction rate really comes in. And you got to be prepared. We all can say, you know what, F the law enforcement, F the federal government. But one thing that they do do is make sure they got your ass on the hot seat with these investigations. Another agency that a lot of people do not know about or are not educated about that really puts a damper on things is the NSA, National Law Security Administration. And what they do, even though they say they don't, and this was proven with Edward Snowden, was they can tap in the stuff, like your computerware. They can go into... Your phone calls. Now, they claim they only use it on terrorists. I don't believe that whatsoever. If you believe that, I don't know what to tell you. All I have to do is point to the way they handle things, and you can see the integrity that they really have. You know, you look at that Russian collusion hoax crap where they knew about it and didn't put nothing out, or most recently... How they handled that shooting at that baseball field trying to say it was one thing and then had to come out and say it's another. They're not the most ethical people when it comes to getting what they want. Rico is an after effect, if you know what I mean. 
they're going to gain all this intelligence on you. That is why it's important you never use the damn phones. Or computers at that. Anything electronic is going to get your asses hemmed up. It really is. But I think I had to put that out there because a lot of people that you see get charged with federal crimes and see get charged with RICO is people that are using these electronic devices. Be careful of that stuff. Now it goes on to say what should you do. If you're arrested and charged with a federal criminal offense, again, we're talking about federal today, you need to act quickly to protect your rights and put a solid defense strategy in motion. But how do you know what to do first and where to turn for help? You got to get a federal attorney, like I said. And you have to hire the right one. And even though that this is a lawyer pushing an ad and stuff like that on his blog... He's totally correct. You got to get somebody that knows what the hell they're doing. Don't go and get somebody that has never fought a case similar to yours. Very important stuff. It's like you're not going to go get a guy who has only defended B&E's, sexual crimes, Ah, Grand Theft Auto for a murder case. You don't want one of them guys. You really have to dig deep into your defense. Because at the federal level, they're not screwing around. They're not going to play with you at the federal level. There is no, you know, kumbaya at that federal level. The reason why they got that 98% conviction rate is because they have blood on their mind. They want your blood. They don't care that you're a person. They don't care that you're a citizen of the United States. No, they want your blood and they're out to do it. So you have to make sure you get a good attorney for this stuff. Now, you know, it talks about collecting important documents, familiarize yourself with the law. And if you ever notice, those that are facing this kind of stuff, they know the law real good. And especially if you did get convicted or took a plea deal or something like that, you go into the prison system. Oh, yeah, them guys do know the law really damn good. Uh, and another interesting deal here, and I talked about this a little bit, dual sovereigns, which means that the state and federal level can enact their own laws and prosecute the crimes according to those laws. So you could actually be facing both. Now, how this works in the system of this country, I do not know. Like I said, Smitty spent all those years on death row. He got acquitted finally. Then the federal government, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to blood, they went back out there and brought him up on the same charges. So, again, you could face both. And you're talking tons of money. 
And that's one of the reasons why, even though they might not be a rat, they're going to sit there and take a plea deal. Because they basically have no choice. And when I talk about plea deal, I'm not talking about giving information or any of that stuff. I'm talking about saying, okay, give me the lesser freaking time. I know I don't got the money to fight you. I don't need to freaking keep going through this. That's what the federal government is counting on when it comes to a case like this. They know the average citizen doesn't have the money to fight them. Now, like I said in yesterday's deal, Rico, you're talking about millions of dollars to freaking defend yourself. And that's kind of on purpose. You know, people always say there's two systems of justice in this country, and they couldn't be more correct on that. And the reason why they're correct on that is the little guy don't have the money to defend themselves, but you have somebody with the big money that can afford all the good lawyers, all the forensic teams that try to prove their innocence. So yes, there is a double type of system in this country, and for those that tell you there isn't, they're idiots. They're idiots. Uh, again, uh, the federal court process, this is a lot where it differs from the state level. Uh, let's go in the steps in the cr uh, federal criminal process. And this is by the schlucks over in, this is brought to you, I have to say, by the schlucks over at the DOJ. Investigation is the number one thing that they do. Then the charging. During the investigation, that's where you have to worry about what they have on you. Because, again, they do their background. They do their homework. And I don't know how many times you can tell people, hey, stay off the phones. You know what? Better yet, stay away from any electronics if you're going to do business with somebody. Get rid of the cell phones. Because you know what? Even though if you turn a cell phone off, they can still bug your ass. They can still hear you. So stay away from the freaking phones. Electronics, tablets, any of that type of stuff. Because that's where a lot of people give them the information they need. They don't even have to work for it. That's just like social media. People post all kinds of stuff on social media. They don't even have to do any work. They sit back, they eat their donuts, and they don't have to do nothing to get what they need on you. Rico predicate acts man it can be as small as jaywalking but that's a predicate act you look at the mongols case with the rico deal they went back decades to get that information they don't care what they'll do is they're very patient people yes they're busybodies, but they are freaking disciplined and patient. 
They just gather all the evidence on everybody. And next thing you know, they roll it out in this huge indictment. After investigation, it goes to the charging. And remember, when prosecutors throw a charge at you, it is the top of the line charged. They want you to plea down from that charge. So remember, never take the first or second or third plea deals. Because all they're doing is trying to get you to plead to something higher, make their freaking portfolio look better. Then you got your hearing. That's the arraignment part. Uh, then your discovery. That's when the lawyers are going back and forth and are supposed to, supposed to now, share information with each other. That don't always happen, and especially at the state level, because if you look at Jay Carlisle's case, the bandito, the only one that stood trial uh, for, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Twin Peaks, they weren't showing stuff to him until the last minute. Uh, after the discoveries where you got your plea bargaining. That is where they're trying to get the sentence down or negotiated so it don't have to go to trial. And that is where these federal prosecutors get you. Is because they know you can't defend yourself. Now, if you don't take any plea deals, you got your preliminary hearings, your pre-trial motions, your trial, then your post-trial motions, your sentencing and appeal. That is how the federal process works. Something on plea deals for everybody. The only thing about plea deals, and this is what they use against people in the future in clubs, or any organization at that. There's a summation. In that summation, they require you to say that you were participating in a criminal organization. That sucks for MCs because we all know, and I say it all the time, that you can't have a few people represent the entire club. You just can't do that. But the DOJ and local and state authorities use that summation against a club. And that's where they get the designation from the DOJ. And that gives cops all the ammo they need, trust me, to go after clubs in the future. Now, let's go to the difference between federal and state charges. Because a lot of people get confused about this. Real quick, federal crimes are offenses that specifically violate federal law. Federal, United States government, corrupt freaking people in Congress, get it? They're prosecuted by agencies such as the FBI or forever bother Italians, as I always say, and carry penalties that are far more severe than state courts. 
Now, federal versus uh, state judges, they're nominated by the President of the United States, federal judges. Now, the problem with this is if a Republican nominates a judge that's a Republican, personally, I don't believe no judges should hold political parties, but it is what it is. You're going to have somebody that wants to throw your ass in jail and throw away that key. That's what you're going to have. And that's why that sucks. Uh, The state system, they're selected to serve the government, and a lot of them are elected. Personally, I think judges need to be elected. Is it going to ever happen? No. Now here... The federal conviction rate, according to this attorney, uh, a lot of sources say it's between 90 and 98%. Uh, That's because of the money deal. That's it. I do have to say hi to my freaking uh, people over on YouTube. How you guys doing over there? I haven't been able to... uh, see what your conversation's about and all that type of stuff. We do have an interesting show coming up at 8.30. We're going to be talking about Oompa Loompas and China Dow's uh, fascination with midgets. going to be a very interesting show. You know, I started it yesterday, uh, then somebody on Discord pissed me off, and uh, anyway. Now, only 2% of federal criminal defendants go to trial and get this and most are found guilty. Thanks for that, Jiggy. I really appreciate the donation. You're awesome, man. So, nearly 80,000 people were defendants in federal criminal cases in fiscal 2018. But just 2% of them went to trial The overwhelming majority, 90%, pleaded guilty, while the remaining 8%, I have China Dow over here at the door, but I'm not letting her on camera yet. You know, I'm letting her think about them freaking Oompa Loompas. Anyway, while the remaining 8% had their cases dismissed. That's not a good freaking outlook if you're charged at the federal level. Not a good outlook. Put another way, only 320 people, 320 people out of 79,000. Can you believe that? Fewer than 1% went to trial and won their cases. How dawning is that? How messed up? really is that that tells you the state of our country doesn't it our legal system 320 people were able to get off that's insanity and I'd have to argue an unjust system so with MC members or bikers that are into some stuff Take precautions, man, because even though we know that clubs are just that, clubs, 
the federal government has given law enforcement a license to go out there and do anything they want against you because they designated you a criminal organization. I remember Daytona a couple years ago where there was actually a lieutenant that called motorcycle clubs terrorist organizations. So that's the kind of thinking that these MC members are having to deal with. This is the kind of stuff that is on their backs all the time. Next week we're going to be talking about uh, criminal forfeitures. Criminal forfeitures are something else, let me tell you. They suck. And it's a big business for not only the federal government, but also the state governments. So hopefully you guys got something out of this. Sorry about the couple seconds of freaking uh, no sound. I screwed up. I'm sleeping right now. Anyway, I'm going to be going over in a couple minutes over to the radio station, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. I got China Dow coming in, and we're talking about Oompa Loompas and her freaking, you know, fascination with this midget from Game of Thrones. This is a weird broad, okay? Very weird broad. So, we're going to go over there. I'm going to get set up. I'm going to change the platform right now. I'll see you guys over there. You guys have a good weekend. If you're not coming on uh, over, I think it's going to be a funny-ass show, man, because we're going to get into her uh, psychology and everything on this issue. It's going to be a good one, guys. It's going to be a good one. So I'll see you over there. Thanks for watching the stream. Make sure you like and subscribe. and